Hey, Pasa, Peaks and Valleys family. My name is TK Trinidad, and I've been in the broadcast industry for about 10 years now. And you wouldn't believe how everything is changing. For example, podcasts. Before you needed expensive equipment like mics and headphones, but now all you need is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's absolutely free. Second, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Peaks and Valleys with TK Trinidad. Ciao, guys. Nicole Arbor is a comedian, entrepreneur, entertainer, and fellow Canadian. You may know her from one of her several viral videos that has amassed over a billion, with a B, views. Alongside her viral hits, she's experienced some controversy with some videos she's released, such as Dear Fat People and This Is America Women's Edit. We discuss how she deals with the ups and downs of being in the public eye and what she does to stay grounded. Life as a comedian ain't easy, and Nicole joins Peaks and Valleys to talk about it right now. They say it is the darkest before the dawn. But what do you do before the dawn comes when all you have is candles and nightlights guiding your path until morning, until your sight is restored and you can see your way out, your way through, your way to the other side. You push with all your might until the day breaks and your victory comes. This is Peaks and Valleys with TK Trinidad. Well, folks, welcome, welcome. I am extremely excited. I always get excited for my fellow Canadians. I was going to say that after, but you know, here we are. Uh, she's a comedian. You've seen her everywhere. Uh, she speaks her mind. She is absolutely gorgeous. She is talented. Please welcome Nicole to Peaks and Valleys. Hi. Hey. Thank you for having you me. Thank Go you team. for coming on. You know, it's funny. I am wearing my America Go Team shirt. I totally should have worn my Canadian <laughs> one. I forgot we're Canadian, Canadian friends. Yeah. I know, right? It's one yeah. of those things where, I mean, I, people don't, because Canada's just, you know, right there. People never realize like, oh, you're a Canadian. It's just, and then when I find other Canadians who are living in America, I'm just like, yeah. yay, we're doing it's it. one of us. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we're slowly taking over. Yeah. However. Nice. Yes. Life. <laughs> you know, is not perfect. Is there a time in your life where, you know, ish went awry and you're like, am I, am I supposed to be doing this? Should I be, you know, doing something that a nice Canadian girl should be doing? Yes. Now, a lot of people know that I was in a car accident in 2008 and I was disabled for most of my twenties. A lot of people know that. And if you guys didn't know that about me, I'm going to direct you to the video on my Facebook, or you can look that up. I don't want to go into that on this show because a lot of people can look that up already. So that was super duper tough. And I spent most of my 20s trying to get over head injuries, severe chronic pain, severe chronic illness that came with it and getting through that. And just as I got through that and started doing online videos because it was easier than doing stand up and the other things I used to be able to do, mm -hmm. this whole fame thing hit. And that for me, honestly, at this point in my life has been more challenging in that there are constantly people saying untrue things about you constantly. Whether, mm -hmm. whether you are doing good things or bad things, there's constantly people throwing negativity at you. 
Right. And that to me has been, I would say, the biggest challenge of the last few years of my life is figuring out who the heck I am within that as a comedian, as a woman, as you know, a, follow, a Christian, and where I sit as a human being and how much of that hate I can take, deflect, all that kind of stuff. Honestly, that's been the hardest. And people will always go back to, you know, you know your car accident, you were disabled. I'm like, but mentally I could understand that. I was like, these nerves, right. they're shot. This is hurt. I couldn't fathom, and I still have a hard time fathoming people who sit around making up stories about other people to try and hurt them. It's really freaking weird. And right. yeah, it's made me really think differently about someone like a Justin Bieber, you know, another fellow Canadian who, mm-hmm. you know, he was a kid when he was thrown into this stuff and I participated, I would make fun of him. Oh, I would, not the beeps. I, well, you know, I was on much music in Canada, like right. our version of MTV and like my show was video on trial and we would talk, talk shit about everything. And I would make fun of celebrities all the time thinking, you know, I'm just being funny and whatever. But now like that I've had a chance to step back. I'm like, I've apologized to a couple of celebrities face to face and a couple of different people and been like, you know, I thought I was being funny, but that, that one there, like that was over the line. Cause I don't know right. you. Uh, right. Cause now that I've experienced it, I get it. And we relish in watching celebrities burn to the ground after we build them up and then we tear them down. You know, someone like a Britney Spears or people who are experiencing mental health issues after becoming famous without as a society, a society accepting that we gave them those mental health issues. Right. You know? Yeah. So, watching that yeah. Britney uh, doc was, was absolutely like, it was really, it's like, Oh, like I didn't participate in it, but it's one of those things where it's like, I couldn't even imagine. So that's, and that's, you know, kind of piggybacking on that. Like you have a, a lot of followers. Every time you post yes. a video, there's a uh, comments from every which way, like your, yeah. your, um, your, your team is very diverse yes. uh, as far as, you know, people who follow you. And, you know, you have a lot of haters. So how do you, how do you like mentally take that? Cause I like, I have a, I have a skincare line as well yes, as doing this. It's amazing. And rem- Can we pause on that for one moment? You <laughs> sent me that, can- the, you sent me a few things, but specifically the candle, the massage, that, candle, yeah. the massage candle. I just put that in a room. I don't even have to light it. And the whole room smells amazing. I travel with it in my suitcase just so all my stuff smells amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I mean, we've been around for, for a couple of, for I think like two years now. And I got one person who was dissatisfied and I was just like, <gasps> and so I can't even imagine like having, and it's going to come as you get bigger as a company, as a personality, whatever. So like, how do yeah. you, how do you like ingest that? Do you not read the comments? Do you just like shut them off? Like what, what, what's your process? Great question. Um, I'm still learning number one. So I used to read way more of the comments and take a lot of it personally. And it never gets easier. I'll just be straight up. It never gets easier to hear negative things about you. For me, if someone doesn't like what I do, they don't think I'm funny. That's fine. Go find someone you think is funny. Right. But if someone is writing or saying untrue, nasty, horrible things about me, it freaking hurts because I'm like, hey, that's not who I am as a human being. That sucks, what are you doing? So for me, I kind of just have this like armor that I like mentally put on and I go, who am I? What is my mission? And then I bring it back to that. Like in life, I wanna make people laugh, cheer and think. Those are my three things. Those are my go team things. Mm -hmm. Am I doing that? Did I do that with what I put out? then I'm good. I'm solid. Everyone's allowed to comment whatever they want from their place. If someone's just spewing pure hate at me, I know that they're unhappy. 
they're not right. a, they're not a happy person when i was i say super disabled but when i was in extreme chronic pain i was an a-hole like i would go online and troll people because it made me feel good for a second so i get where they where they're at because i've been there but right. now i just when i see those comments i go they're unhappy that's not awesome and then i just make sure i put out something of value that i feel like i'm contributing to society as fast as possible like when it hurts i push through the pain and do something else i think is awesome so now with that being said um, because I, I honestly, I don't know how you do it again. Sometimes <laughs> I'll see your videos and then I'll get down to like five or six comments. I'm like, I can't, this is a lot. And yeah. like, it's not even me. Yeah. So, um, when you're putting out the, or when you're creating these videos, because the videos that you do put out, depending on, you know, which one, America's, yeah. Yeah. America's yeah, a little yeah. bit different than Canada. Like what side you're on or, you know, where you're leaning or whatever, you can yeah. feel a certain way. Yeah. And there have been videos where I've seen them and I'm just like, Ooh, I don't agree with that, but that doesn't, I'm like, okay, I'll move on. Like that doesn't change the way I like, you know, feel toward, you know what I'm saying? Not like, you know, we yeah, know cause you're like reasonable. That, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't feel the need to like, oh my God, you're like, I don't do that. But like when you put out those videos, like how do you, yeah. what's the thought process with that? Is the goal to go viral and just like F you guys who don't like it or what's, how do you come about? Like, what's the game plan? No. So I know how to go viral. Um, I lost count. It was at like 70, 77 or more viral videos that I've had. And that's not a sport to me anymore. To me, it's what, what am I being the catalyst to? Am I making people discuss something that needs to be discussed? Am I creating something I'm proud of? Am I presenting an idea that hasn't been presented? I posted a video the other day of race training in an all black office. That was funny. That Thank was you. That was oh, you're going to like another one coming for sure. Uh, <laughs> that I was like, what would it be like to be the only white person in an office where they're doing like this woke race training? Like, what would that be? Let's just start thinking of things in other ways because then maybe we'll start seeing how silly we're all being and that we can poke fun at each other and it's okay and like right. Right, bring it back to that. So like, it's really about my intention at this point. You know, I've been Oprah super sold at this point. I I've gotten into a lot of the women that I aspire to be a lot more like and mm -hmm. It just gives me more of a breath before I do something. I'm like, what's my intention? Okay, cool. Maybe it's just to make people laugh. Maybe it's to make them think about something. Let's start a discussion in the comments. You don't have to agree with me. Uh, if you're just commenting that I'm ugly, I know that you're probably not the right person to be even on my team or like following me, right. but that mm -hmm. I don't take personally because whatever. <laughs> so like, I hope I answered the that, question. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because at, at the end of the day you're doing, I mean, this is America. Yep. You can do whatever you want as yep. long as you're not, you know, trying to burn anything or kill anybody or that, you know, crazy <laughs> stuff. So like you can do whatever you want, put out whatever you want and, you know, you go from there. Yeah. So, um, but the, the, the good thing is that you're very good at it and people nice. comment and, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you're making a lot of money doing it, which is, which is always great. Yeah. Making money's great. Making so, money's great. <laughs> yeah, it is so, like money is an impact, I mean, right? I know, right? So with with that, what's the game plan? Like as far as um, projects down the line, um, you know, you've come to this point, you have all these, you know, I'm sure you have a bunch of ideas because I'm always seeing you film, like when do you sleep? But what's the, the game plan as the evolution of Nicole Arbor? So awesome question again. For like there's immediate projects and then there's the, the long term. The long term is I would like to do kind of like a, a Tyler Perry meets an Oprah thing. I, I really admire both of them. And mm -hmm. I love that he has messaging 
within all of his projects, but it can be absolutely hilarious. And I love that Oprah has had us look at things in different ways and reaches a different audience that way. If I could merge those two things of funny and messages, like I feel like I won. So there's book projects right now. There's okay. um, feature film projects right now. There's TV projects, live show projects that I'll be announcing maybe by the time this is out. So I'm sorry, I can't okay. say yet. Uh, and then I'm getting involved in a lot of businesses. So. I love being able to attach GoTeam and myself to projects and brands and help grow them because I do know how to go viral. I do know a lot on the social media marketing side and I love helping other people, whether it be artists or entrepreneurs or brands grow as well. And then of course, there's the GoTeam merch. Yeah! Boom, there. I know I have to get my Canadian one for sure. Oh, I, I will send you one. Yeah, totally. And there's just a lot of messaging on that stuff coming out. Like karma is my bodyguard and you might disagree with this, but it's cool. Like pro God, pro gun, protected, go team. And okay. just, yeah, a lot of messaging in as many different ways as I could do it is the big goal. Now, last question before we get out of here, actually. Two All right. questions. Okay. Um, so, you know, you've gotten to this point, but you had to, as far as childhood, like, mm -hmm. do you, were you like raised in the church or like, how do you, cause sometimes people can't handle this amount of pressure. And I feel yep. like before the pressure even comes, you have to be a certain type of person. So is that because of family or how, how did you kind of, you know, kind of be able to form that, that shield, that armor to, yeah. to deal with all this? So I, I was in the church since I was a little kid. I went to like the private Catholic school my whole life, uh, church every Sunday with my family. But then I kind of left the church for a big chunk of years actually. And mm -hmm. To actually start dealing with this stuff, um, I got back to the church to help me deal with my chronic pain and it really, really helped. And then I felt like I just had this kind of armor around me from so many sermons. And I was listening to like, I've said three to four, but really I was listening to like four to eight sermons a day sometimes for months at a time while I was getting mm -hmm. all these crazy treatments on my back. And then I would listen to these, I'd be all amped up, and then I would go make these videos, they would go crazy viral. So many people would love it, so many people would hate me. And mm. I'm like, I was just through real pain. This is not real pain. These are mm. words on the internet. This is not, I, I was just having needles jabbed into my nerves. This is not a thing. But as time went on and it started to kind of hurt again, same thing, like I just, I can fall back to the church. And I feel like I'm, more prepared now to stand up in that and say that, yeah, I can lean on God. And mm. every Sunday I make time for it. Every day I start my day with a sermon. And if I don't, I'm, I'm not centered. I'm just not. And all these little pokes that come from the internet or from people saying nasty things or whatever it might be, they hit me a lot harder. And like my screensaver on my phone right now says, the Lord will fight for you. All you have to do is keep still. And it's Exodus 14, 14. Mm all these little reminders I have throughout the day, it, they just help me glide through and know my purpose and know, I, you know, people have my back, whether I can see them or not. And yeah. Nice. I think that was There's, my answer. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to start somewhere. Like I feel like um, parents, your surroundings, all that contributes to where, how you deal with things later on in life whether good or bad. So, you know, shout out to your parents for, you know, taking you to church every Sunday. <laughs> and they told me I could do anything. They like, they probably regret that now, but they, they didn't make me feel like I couldn't do something. My dad would take me to an audition or, you know, a tryout for a team I was not qualified for. And he'd say, it's okay if you don't get it. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. 
And then he's like, okay, go do it, go get it. And then I would, and they never made me feel like I can't do something. It was, yeah. okay, go do it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, I ran away from home at 17. Like, wow. It's a whole, yeah, it's a whole, <laughs> it was a whole nother story, but yeah, I mean. But okay, that was I'll interview same, you about that. Yes. I know, right? That's off the same, I think, I think you know, our parents are very similar. Like I, there was nothing that I didn't think I couldn't do. I'm like, I'm going to go and get a track scholarship. And if I can't get it here, I'm going to go to the U.S. and get it. So yeah. I went on a Greyhound situation. Um, last question. Um, what, in one sentence, Ooh. what would you say to somebody to motivate them to keep going? You can cheer yourself to and through everything as long as you keep cheering. Go team. Boom. There it is. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now, for my folks who, you know, are like, who is this chick? You know, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Where can everybody find you? Oh, I'm not worried about it. If they haven't found me yet, I hope they find me now. On Instagram, I'm letter I, letter B, Nicole Arbor. So I be Nicole Arbor. Uh, Facebook is Nicole Arbor Fans. Twitter, Nicole Arbor. And it's Canadian spelling, A-R-B-O-U-R. So you can find me everywhere with my name. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your story. Yeah, thank you for having me. And we'll chat soon about your story. I would love to. Oh, anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Nicole Arbor for Peaks and Valleys. Peaks and Valleys is produced by Josh Rodriguez and TKO Productions. Spoken word and voiceover is done by yours truly, Lem Gonzalez. Thank you for listening. And remember, after the darkness comes the dawn.